Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Good morning, good morning. Got Bowl in the studio on this chilly Saturday morning and snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah good morning. I was very, very uh, confused to wake up and see snow on the ground. It's, you know, mid-March. We we did have a fairly... <laughs> March came in like a lamb, I guess, so it's got to go out, out like a lion is what they say, but it's... Very surprising to see snow on yes, the ground because a week from today, actually, we start our recycling events again. Wow. Already? Uh, yeah. It I, doesn't seem possible, man. <laughs> I don't. I think that they would cancel it. I'm pretty sure that we would reschedule it if there's snow on the ground or if there's reports of, you know, inclement weather next weekend as well. But our first one is Addison, which is, you know, mm-hmm. up near Chicago. And it is, uh, it's, it is definitely one of our bigger ones. Brian's not here. He's on vacation because this is the last weekend he has before he, he likes to help these recycling events as well so uh awesome yeah i i was surprised to look at uh leo had posted the schedule like he always does and this time last year i remember seeing a couple of them were still open and that we were still waiting to fill them up and no we every weekend is completely and totally booked between now and the end of october wow and we do take crazy we do take the summer off so between uh middle of june to about the beginning of september but other than that every single weekend we either have one event or a lot of them we have two events coming up. Wow. It just it just doesn't seem, like I said, doesn't seem possible that this is already here. Yep. Blink of an know? eye. It's crazy from my perspective of going from, yeah, uh, doing everything for the uh, Black, Friday. Black Friday sale, yeah, yeah, getting everything ready that. for that. That's the big event. And then we have a little bit, like a month or two of just kind of like a reprieve. And Brian joked last week about we're already starting to talk about the coming up Black Friday sale because we are. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, we're getting our inventory put to the side. We're, we're trying to think of, okay, if we have, you know, 200 of this computer, is it possible for us to do something? And yeah, let's just put those to the side. As long as we have the rest of our inventory filled, then uh, yeah, we'll just set computers and get them ready for our Thanksgiving sale. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thanksgiving already. (laughs) And yeah, just talking about the one day events. uh, For sure. The rest of the year is going to fly by. It is going to be crazy that we're already starting these events with Addison and Cass County will be the next one. And then we do have like Easter and Memorial Day are ones where those are... A little bit more closer uh, to home? Those are holidays, oh. so those are actually... Oh. We don't do recycling events on those weekends. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, um, we've got a couple that are double events too. Let's see. We've got four that are double events really? at least. So yeah, oh. we've got very, very big summer full of many, many events coming up. Uh, check with your local townships to see when, uh, if we're doing any of these events. Uh, usually this is posted on our website okay. or you can call and we have something uh, taped in the lab so we can, I can give you a rough rundown of you know where we're going to be. In. And I think you also put it on your Facebook page, right? I, I believe thinking, so, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought so because I, I kind of watch that uh, yeah. all the time, too. And Our Facebook guys... is fairly active, too, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I imagine that this would be put on there, and if not, I'll reach out to whoever it is that runs it and try and get oh. them to put this on there. But... Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And still got plenty of those USB uh, drives? Yeah, we have tons and tons <laughs> of flash drives. Um, 
ranging from 16 gigs up to, uh, let's see, we've got two 56 gigs ones that we are selling. I don't remember if we have any 512s. And we have plenty of one terabyte ones, but we're not quite selling those oh, yet. Yeah. We are still holding on to right. those just uh, to see what we're going to do with them. And still plenty of lightning, still some lightning cords left we for have, the rotary yeah, cup. I don't know if plenty is a good <laughs> word because we are running, we are getting lower. Uh, I would have to check how many boxes we have left, but we had thousands and thousands of them. Right. Uh, they are $5 each, no tax, because they are a donation to the rotary club so uh it's cash or check is what we will accept for those we don't accept checks for our regular business right um personal checks anyways but this is a donation to the rotary club so right and with the with uh apple releasing the iphone 14 yellow i think or pre or is pre-orders i can't remember uh last week so those will work just fine on yeah. on those or any of the f- 14 or models yeah well that was one of the only articles i didn't see that you had sent me i did see that you sent me that one but uh i know that we have talked about the 15 has the lightning cable as well and it was the 15 uh pro i, believe, I think it was that the goes pro usb c yeah i so. think that's what they're that's what they're talking about right yep. now going with that usb c yep. on it and they all, are having to follow that uh standard where right. uh almost all electronics are going to be moving towards that usb c going forward so or apple's been talking about just removing all buttons and all ports which is a little silly but yeah i don't see how yeah. that could really work if they remove all of the buttons yeah but uh, uh it would be the touch yeah. haptic like the what they're doing and it would be um the haptic feel back of the home button where uh for what was it like the eight through the t- uh 10 i think or something yeah something um, like that where it's a it's not a button so you when it's powered off you don't push it it's just a circle but when it's powered on and you push it it's the haptic feedback so it feels like you're pushing a button so that's what they're talking about going towards in their next several models and uh it just, I don't know, if the touch sensor stuff stops working, that removes the functionality of it completely. So that just will shut your entire, any repair you could possibly do to it down. So I don't, yeah, I don't like the idea of completely removing the charging port so that it would be just the wireless charging on the pad. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like the idea of removing like the, the volume buttons and the lock screen button is what they're talking about removing yeah because they're going to the USB-C because of the eu yep um so yeah i don't know how they would feel about if they took away the the that charging port altogether. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what their laws are because yeah it just seems weird i think that's what they're trying to do is if uh if you have a port for charging it has to follow a certain set of standards so if they just get rid of that port and it's you just have to buy our wireless charging Charger. pad instead yeah yeah, um, another way to make more money on. Yeah, one of the articles you sent me is Tesla getting hit with oh, yeah. uh, right-to-repair stuff because yeah. all of their components are serialized, software locked. You can only buy Tesla-certified parts, and you can only take them to a Tesla-certified repair shop. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the owners of, I mean, these are brand-new cars within the past two to four years. People are having to pay you know, exorbitant cost and insane wait times to have their vehicles repaired over something as simple as like the if the battery is not charging correctly right. it might be just a software reset to get it to work correctly but you have to wait however long before it can see an actual certified dealer and i would wonder too if, if these lawsuits actually go through like with the battery uh, like yeah. we've experienced in the past where a guy only got part of a battery even though you have quote unquote the whole battery yep there how that would work out too because yep. is it going to open up another door another window yeah. of of uh 
problems or yeah, if they, if they include the physical stuff in the car. Um, I hope this also kind of tackles subscription services. Yeah, it's insane to think you would have to pay a subscription service for your heated seats to work yeah. or for your, it was climate control sinking. Yes. So your climate control works, but if you want all of your vents to do the same thing and you want it to happen at just the push of a button, that button doesn't, it'll give you a little pop-up that says you're not paying Warning. your bill or something. Warning, yeah, you didn't yeah. pay the bill. Or you could be like uh, Apple with the new CarPlay that they're trying to release, take over all those instruments. Yeah, and I, I do wonder how that would work if you have to have a subscription for your vehicle for your heated seats, but one of the new features that the CarPlay is getting ready to roll out is climate control. Yeah. So I would have climate control of my vehicle through the CarPlay, which is technically my phone. I wonder how it, if it would be able to get around any kind of you know subscription service software lock on anything. And that just, I mean, to, and to me, that opens up just a whole nother can of worms, yep. too, because it's like a Trojan horse going onto your, into your car. Yep. If and there's anything control- wrong with your phone, right. it'll, it connects to your car. Uh, right. we, so we haven't seen any issues of, like, viruses on phones attacking cars yet. But, uh, but you know, if you have it there, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it, it always happens like that, yep. you know. And- it's just a vulnerability. We're taking my phone, and it's wirelessly connecting to my car. That's just there. There's, there's a, a connection there that can either be somebody can get in the middle of it or they could intercept it and, you know, right. change anything they want about it. It's uh, all about the code. Yep. So, unfortunately, we've seen a lot of stuff where this wireless connectivity can cause issues with, like, Kias and Hyundais in specific. Oh, there are yeah. certain models that... It's a TikTok challenge. Oh, yeah. Talked TikTok, about yeah. That you literally can steal a car because the software is not secure enough. Yeah, just watch TikTok and you can find out all the steps to do it. It's like, wow. And yep. it's, it's it's amazing what you learn or not learn on TikTok. I yeah. mean, yeah, some, some of the things, man. So the more we put software in between the hardware stuff like this, the we open it to these vulnerabilities. Um, that that's kind of where this right to repair gets a little muddy is that's that's where Apple and that's what Tesla have been trying to fight. If it's software locked, it's much harder to break or hack into. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. And we got our cage match music going yeah. on right now. Good. Ready to fight, fight, fight. It's <laughs> not the intro, hopefully. I know that was one thing Brian was <laughs> saying. It replayed the intro. So software, just unfortunately a little bit of a glitch somewhere along the way. And oh, yeah. it replayed something that it wasn't supposed to. So, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, a few weeks ago we had talked about the robot lawyer. Yep. And how he was going to be giving advice in the courtroom. Yep. And now the company, it's called Do Not Pay, yeah. they're being sued yeah. over this. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the person who created the program, it, he doesn't have any kind of a law degree. He's not authorized to practice law in any jurisdiction. And the his robot is which is a, it's a you know it's a ai on the internet it's right. not authorized to uh it's not overseen by any lawyers and apparently i guess the legal documents that it was giving out are apparently are substandard i i unfortunately i don't know but he is being sued by several different oh yeah law firms and several different class actions um some people are saying that uh 
they counted on him to provide legal documents, and the legal documents were never sent to where they were supposed to. So some people actually ended up having to pay more money because they didn't show up to like court appearances. Um, and yeah, and they're being sued too because of the unauthorized uh, legal service. Yeah, and that's the main thing is that he's representing himself as a lawyer and providing legal advice, and he's not authorized yeah, he to do that anywhere. He didn't so. have to take the bar exam or yeah. none of that stuff. So yeah. yeah. And what's really kind of crazy is he's actually being sued by the person who just won the Facebook class action lawsuit. So if you were part of that Facebook class action lawsuit, uh, The legal team who won that, which I did get the additional $30 check that they're sending out to everybody. Lucky you. I think mine got lost in the mail. I was supposed to get it last Monday. That's a little crazy because, yeah, I definitely got mine. Yeah, according to my informed delivery. And this person who is suing the do not pay lawyer, he actually... uh, the do not pay lawyer it cites this person as the inspiration and the Facebook class action lawsuit as the ins- inspiration for creating this website, this do not pay, because the law firm that sued Facebook in the class action, they got like $97 million where everyone else got, you know, 340, I think is what it was. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I guess it's, they got their typical 15% of what the 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 whole class action won, and then you take the rest of the million dollars and you spread it out by millions of people. Obviously, that's going to oh, reduce yeah. the money uh, a lot. But he was just saying that the, he created this website, this uh AI that right. will offer you legal advice, and it basically fills in the blanks on legal forms, which is something you know you pay hundreds of sometimes thousands of dollars for employers to do. Yeah, and it just goes to show that AI is not you know you you can't rely on you can't rely on AI. You gotta, I mean, yeah, between this and just Tesla vehicles breaking all over and having oh, AI dr- yeah. v- driven vehicles doing things that they're not supposed to, um, it's AI is certainly in its infancy, but I do think that the jump from AI to the chat GPT AI that we have now is, it, I think it's going to oh. take over. I really, oh, do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to take over tons and tons of industries. And well, we saw last week where Co- I believe it was Coke, uh, Mattel and a couple other companies yeah. were incorporating that AI into their, with their stuff. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, that's just, I don't know. That's a little silly, I guess you just go to their website and have their, I don't know if it's their customer service or I don't remember what it was exactly, but uh, it's it's basically like you're talking to a person as right. opposed to just uh, talking to a computer and getting computer responses. Uh, so the responses are much, much more detailed. They're much more thought out. Sure. They're much more particular to exactly what you're asking. It's much better at understanding what you're asking as oh, yeah. opposed to... Uh, you know, just a just a typical internet search. Well, and I've noticed too, just uh, like with credit card companies, I've had to go talk to them about something, and it's all AI now too. Oh, mm-hmm. And if you want to get a person, you have to really push and push and yep. push to get that person. Yep, unfortunately, uh, to, to talk to. Yeah, and I know, and, and some there was a Reddit thread about. Uh, what happens if we all end up trusting the AI? It's the only thing that you have available to use. And what if the AI actually lies to you if it is just false and incorrect in its information? And there was an example that somebody put on there of a conversation that he had with ChatGPT specifically. And he, uh, several months ago, asked 
or I guess not several months ago, but a little while ago, asked ChatGPT to read a story that he had written and then give him a summary of it. And then a month or two later, he wanted to see if this ChatGPT had any kind of memory of the conversation. So he asked it about it and it said yes. And he asked it if uh, it remembered what the story was about and it said yes. And it gave it a very brief summary. Uh, But some of the details were a little off. And then he asked it if it remembered when he gave it this story, and ChatGPT said, yes, you gave it to me on a date back in 2022, and this person had first started using this January of 23. Oh. So it's it's actually impossible for ChatGPT to have received this document at the end of 22 because this person wasn't working with it at 23. And this person tried to convince ChatGPT that, hey, you're just, you're wrong. I sent you this document on this date. And ChatGPT said, no, you are wrong. Oh, wow. It actually accused him of lying to it, which was a little crazy, but... Uh, I know for a fact you gave me the story on this date. I know for a fact it contained these characters. Why you were telling me it does not contain these characters, I don't know why you would do that, but this is the exact story that you gave me. So it kind of made up on the spot, but it does have at least some sort of a memory. So I'm not sure just... All of these, uh, every time you log on and you start a conversation with it, it's supposed to be a completely total blank slate. It's not supposed to remember who you are, your IP address, anything that you guys have talked about previously. So for it to say that it did remember it, for it to give at least a little bit of the information, even though some of the information was incorrect, and then try to convince you that wow. you are wrong in what you are saying. So is it, was it, I, mean, I wonder if it was a bug or if they're actually sit, trying to save that data somewhere. Yep. You know, and go from there. So I, we are in the very, very infancy of this kind of AI technology, but I do think that they're going to refine it. Uh, the longer you know things go on, and the more they get refined, the better they become. And I mean, yeah, it's it's probably going to end up taking over quite a bit. Well, uh, being back to Facebook, I mean, Meta they're laying off what ten thousand, another yep. ten thousand workers. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's and when you hear about somebody like Meta, Facebook, or one of the other major tech companies, I can all but guarantee that that is strictly numbers. They oh. don't have any names. They don't care for people or what they're doing. They are just looking at a productivity chart, and they are going, "We need to cut off the bottom twelve percent." And if you did ninety nine papers, but somebody did one hundred files or whatever, you just didn't make the cut, and you get cut off. So wow, yeah. Um, It's crazy to see how much money that Facebook and Meta have put into their metaverse and the rest of everything else that they're trying to build. And then this is the, it said something about in like the past six months, they've cut off, it's like 25% of their workforce. Yeah. And it even says something about they were closing, it's like 5,000 positions that were not yet filled. So they're definitely scaling back and they're feeling, the VR stuff is selling quite a bit, but the metaverse really isn't so he's pouring all of his money in creating this online environment where he thinks everything let's talk computers and internet with blh computers on 92.7 wmay springfield's news and talk welcome back to 92.7 wmay springfield news and talk blh computers if you got any questions, feel free to join in on the conversation, 217-629-7970. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to mention, uh, we, I had a customer in earlier this week, um, and 
it, there's so much knowledge and information regarding technology and software that it's impossible for us to know everything. Uh, I do like to look up a lot of stuff on my own. At home, I like to mess with things just to try and figure stuff out. Uh, so I had a customer come in and was talking to me and asking me questions about the computers. And one thing in particular he wanted to know is if they came with Adobe on them. And they do. So oh, okay. they come with something that opens a PDF and reads it. And his concern was that... Um, he has to send an email that contains medical paperwork, and the hospital will only uh, accept PDFs. They will not accept any other kind of document at all, and mm. this was an issue that I ran into a little while ago as well with the exact same thing, trying to send medical paperwork to insurance. They will only accept PDFs. Um, the Adobe will open PDFs, but it right. won't convert anything right. to PDFs. <laughs> so done. I was running into the issue of that as well, where I didn't want to purchase a subscription of anything so that I would be able to convert it to PDFs. So I found a website online that was uh, pdffileconverter.com. Right. It will let you convert one file per hour. So once you convert it, it gives you a little timer, and you can convert one an another hour later. Or you can pay to sign up for their website and you know convert as many as you want. Uh, so that's something I was recommending to this guy because Adobe does not convert to PDFs, and we include what's called LibreOffice on our computers. Sure. It is a free generic version of the Microsoft Office suite. Uh, it is essentially Word, Excel, and PowerPoint are the main ones that it comes with. Um, and it saves these files as a dot .doc, as a dot .xls, and oh, okay. as a dot... Uh, what is it? PPT. Yeah, PPT? whatever PowerPoint is. I don't remember because yeah. I have not used that one. But these, so these documents do open with the Microsoft Office suite. Sure. Um, and I just opened the program and was messing around with it. And I actually found out that Libre itself, if you open a document and you go to the where it's the file, save as, if you go just a little bit further down to export, you can export documents as PDFs. Oh, I, I, I like that feature yeah. better, actually, because my fear is going to a website exactly. and uploading that file. Yep. Now they've got your, if you give them social security numbers yep. in case of the medical data burst, that sort of thing, now they've got that exactly. information. So, and they've got your data. Yeah, we're talking about medical stuff. So that is some of the most sensitive information that you can give out. I really don't like the idea of exactly what you just said, sending it over the internet to a website. Most of the time it's encrypted the entire time it does this. But as we've seen with software and security, that's not impossible to get around. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then they create it to a PDF and then they send it back to me and I download it. So now that I know for certain LibreOffice, which is what we include, can convert any of these documents to a PDF that removes that internet right. requirement that I had. Yeah, because that's been always my fear about uploading something like that to a website. And I've used in the past OpenOffice when I didn't have uh, Microsoft Office to send stuff or convert stuff. Yeah, and I do and, think Office 365, there should be some features in there that allow you to save it as a PDF. And I just didn't want to pay for the 365 suite, the yearly oh, yeah. subscription. I didn't want to pay for this website. I didn't, I didn't like the idea of using the website as it is, but the insurance will only accept PDFs, just period. So That's... I had to figure out a way to do this. And uh, yeah, knowing now that Libre does it, um, 
I think that customer said he listens to the radio. So hopefully if he does, uh, he did purchase a computer from us that day. So hopefully if he's listening, uh, he will be able to open Libre and save any of his documents as PDFs moving forward. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love trying to resolve these issues and finding them out myself. So yeah, this is a piece of information that a customer needed to know, but it definitely helps me in my personal life as well. Yeah, and well, and you never know who might be listening, who maybe yep. they have the same thoughts and they haven't had, you know, been able to find something like that and didn't realize yep. that Libre could do that. Yeah. So it's I great. Mean, yeah, we're just, I'm just sending a document to a website and they're sending it back. Um, some of the most secure major corporations in the entire world have data breaches. Oh, yeah. One of the articles you sent me was was AT&T. Yeah, AT&T just had a major uh, data breach, but I mean, they didn't get your your social security numbers or anything like that, but still, they got a lot of information about you. Yeah, so January 9th, uh, or as of uh, recently, AT&T announced that January 9th, they were the victim of a data breach. Nine million customers were affected. Right. It does say that the only information that they got was the name of the person on the account plan and how many lines were on that plan. And some, I think, rate plan, too, I think was the some other what rate plans. Okay, so like how much you pay for, right. like how much data you use, essentially. Sure. Um, yeah. So it did not get social security numbers, birthdays, right. credit card information. It didn't get any of that information. But we are in a world where these little tidbits of information can be used to gain much, much bigger pieces of information. Oh, yeah. So if I was just a hacker and I was like, hey, Dave, I know you're in charge of the account. You also have your wife, your mother, your aunt, any siblings, whatever. If I send a text message to all of them and I just say something like, hey, this is Dave, my phone, blah, blah, blah. I need help. Can you send 50 bucks? Blah, 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 blah. Just try to create some story that might be some way believable. If nine out of 10 people know that it's fake and they double check with you or they don't send me money, that's great. But if that one person falls for it, I can either get much bigger information, I can get access to anything oh, yeah. that that person might have access to, or just if they send money. Well, and, and you sometimes you may not think about it, and that's that's the thing I've run into. Sometimes yeah. I see a message, I may not think about it, and you've got to think about it because there's always people that are trying to fish for your information yep. or send you that that fake Netflix, hey, we need your billing information for Netflix or, or your a PayPal account. Let's change your password because of yep. whatever the case may be. You will and, almost never get an uh, email from a website that says, hey, there's an issue with your password. Please click here to log in and change your password. That is malware. That is them trying to fish is what it's called, where right. they just, if you click that link, it somebody very well could have created a website that looks like whatever place you're, it looks right. like Facebook's login, right. whatever. Absolutely. And when you type in your username and your password, and here's the crazy thing, even if you don't hit the enter or the click button, the internet is designed right now so that if I'm looking at a website and I type the A key, it sends that information to their server and back so they can see that I have typed that button. So a very important thing to know is if you're ever dealing with customer service help on the internet and you're talking to somebody, if you type out some bad words and then you delete them, they still see those words. Oh yeah. They still see what you type out even if you don't send it to them. So just don't 
You just got to be careful. Yeah. yeah, you really got to be careful what yep. you're doing there. Yeah. But yeah, wow. So that's how people get information. They can get just tiny, itty-bitty pieces of information, and they can use it to get much bigger pieces of information. So Well, and, and a lot of times, too, I, I say it's always a good thing. Google yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of times, some of your information, whether you put it out there or not, it's there when yeah. you Google yourself. I mean, I found out stuff about me I've forgotten about. Yep. It's, it's there on the internet. That's a way and, to find out if people have created websites in your name as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like a LinkedIn profile is something that people will create. They'll just create a fake profile and use your picture and try and get some a job or something. And I don't know. The internet is kind of a scary place, but there are ways for you to protect yourself from this. And you say LinkedIn. Actually, there was a story. I, I didn't print it out here, but a couple weeks ago where a person applied for a LinkedIn job and it turned out it was a fake profile yeah. on LinkedIn and they got her information because of this. So yeah. you got really got to pay attention to what you're what you're doing. And I mean me, I mean I, I look for it. I really look for that stuff. But a lot of times, you know, I and I grew up with a lot of the kind of grew up with I guess a lot of this stuff. So I know what to look for. Yeah. But sometimes when you're training, you know, maybe a, a, a the older generation who's learning the smartphones may not necessarily, well, I'm not really sure, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. And they're learning this stuff. They may not know to not to look for that stuff. Yeah. It's that double-edged sword of everything is on the internet because it's ease of access, but it's also because everything's on the internet, it's a lot easier to fake this kind of stuff. And like you just said, if you don't know what to look for, unfortunately, you could very easily fall for these scams. One of the very first things that I tell people to do on our computers, whatever web browser you use, install an ad block. Oh yeah. That will prevent the pop-ups from showing up and that will prevent if you go to Google and you type in bread and you hit enter, Typically, the first three or four results, they have a thing that says add next to them. Right. So they are an ad. And if you click that link, it might take you, you know, to like walmart.com where you're looking at bread. But a lot of the times you're at that website looking through somebody else's computer, essentially. So they are gathering in whatever you type, whatever you search in, however long you spend on this website somebody else is getting that information. Oh, absolutely. So. And, when, and when also, too, when you connect to another a wireless, uh, you know, router or something and you look for something or somebody else has looked for something, sometimes those ads will pop up yep. at what you're looking for and like, well, I didn't look for that, but, you yep. know, somebody else... Somebody else on did. Your network did on your so network, yeah. yeah. So now like, you're seeing ads for all that stuff as well. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. You just got to be really careful what you do, where you go, and and especially if you have young children, and you're starting to give them internet. You know, give them an old phone and letting them connect to the Wi-Fi. You got to make sure that they're not going and doing something yeah. that they're just a hundred pizzas or yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not logged into that uh, DoorDash account. Yeah. Make sure. If you if they have a game and you have bought something for the game, which there's nothing necessarily wrong with you buying, you know, coins for the game or whatever, don't have your credit card saved. Saved. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing that I've I'm I've really done is I make sure that I don't have my credit card saved for that simple fact because I don't want somebody if they did get access to my account trying to get that credit card information or start charging yep. a whole bunch of stuff yep. and getting that merchandise on my dime. Yep. So any anything that I I do have my credit card information saved on. So for instance, uh, iTunes 
I have my credit card information saved on, and PayPal, I have my credit card information saved on. I also have both of those set to any transaction, any purchase, anything at all like that. I have to type in my password. Yeah, there, it's that's not the best a, policy. It's not a, it just sends me a notification. It's a, here's your password. It is completely blank. Physically type in your password, right. and then you can make a purchase. And that's just how I have it set to safeguard myself. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY, the BLH show. And it looks like we had a caller trying to call in. So if you have any questions or comments and you want to join in, 217-629-7970. I wanted to talk about the kind of going back to what we were talking about before the break, uh, recycling too. Because that's a good way when you recycle stuff, BLH they take care of all if you have personal data if you have your smartphone your television set a lot of things that you don't think about having your personal data on yeah. and you guys handle that you've your e-steward certified yep. for for the hard drives um and i'll let you yeah, so take we, are, over. we are certified in data destruction. So anything that comes in, uh, if the component is reused, it's wiped three separate times. Most things, that's typically just hard drives and computers. Most things are not reused, so they are physically destroyed, and we guarantee that the data is destroyed with them. Uh, it's it's crazy how connected everything is. Oh, yeah. There is the term Internet of Things because there are so many ridiculous things that are connected to the Internet nowadays that you forget security is such a big deal with these things. One of my favorite things to talk about, I've talked about here, is the casino in Vegas oh. that had all of their data stolen through a fish tank thermometer because yeah. you have a fish tank thermometer connected to the Internet, which goes to your smartphone, and that's just a, that's a link. That's something you can get in between to take this data. So when you bring things into recycle with us, we ensure that the data is destroyed most of the time by physically destroying the components themselves. But TVs, smartwatches, any obviously any computers, any right. cell phones, these things all contain personal data. So it is not only environmentally smart to not oh, yeah. leave electronics, not to dump them in areas, but if you leave a TV outside our doors when we're closed and somebody happens to walk by and steal it, if they go home and they can power it on, they might be able to have access to you know your Netflix account yeah. or if you have your TV linked Facebook, to Facebook. iTunes or anything. Oh, yeah, iTunes, Facebook, anything. Yep. Anything that requires a, a password, and yep. you've got it saved on that television. So it, it's crazy how many things are connected and how many things contain personal data. I mean, there are even printers. If printers have RAM inside of them, which a lot of the modern ones do, oh, yeah, that's right. that can store data. Oh, yeah. And it's not easily accessible, but there are people out there who are way smarter than I am who can open up a, a printer, get to the RAM, connect it to whatever they need to, and actually download and interpret the the physical zero, or sorry, physical, the digital zeros and ones that equals, you know, data. Right. So they're able to interpret that and see what it is. So it's incredibly important to, to recycle this stuff oh, yeah. intelligently, which would be with... Oh. Yeah. Uh, obviously, BLH. I'm, yeah, you know. obviously, BLH. Yep. You get your three. If you go to Springfield and you're a resident, you get the three yep. televisions per and I believe year, Jacksonville right? is two. Two, right. So you show you, you go up and uh, Christian County, Taylorville, they are, I believe it's unlimited. Uh, oh, is it? So you just go to these locations. You show your driver's license. We have a little database that says like the Springfield city limits, which unfortunately doesn't include some of the townships. Uh, so unfortunately, if you're in some of those townships, there is a charge associated with it. But um, 
we yeah. put it, we just double check, and if you're a Springfield city limit or a Jacksonville city limit, you either get three for Springfield or two for Jacksonville per calendar year of TVs or monitors that we accept with no charge. Wow. Awesome. And all other electronics we accept with no charge. There is a list of everything we do and do not accept on our website, blhcomputers.com. Uh, but if oh, yeah. you ask us about anything, um, we even have people ask us about like paint and light bulbs. And oh, yeah. We don't accept light bulbs, but we do know a couple of places that, to take them. Um, most of the time, those need some kind of event at like uh, oh, yeah. Lowe's or some other place like that. But you do take Christmas lights, yep, the exception to that rule. Yep, and we take those year-round. Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, something that we didn't have to worry about back in the 80s was that personal information quite as, yep. quite as much with the Illinois State Museum and Growing Up X. Yep. And there's an article I, I sent to you. It was about vinyl. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how vinyl is come back around after 30 years. Yeah. And it outsold. And you brought up the fact, and I should have known this myself, Metallica actually yep. bought a vinyl factory because of this, because they're selling so much yeah. vinyl. I know a lot of people of my generation, even 10 or 15 years ago, uh, were into collecting vinyls. There's just a very distinct difference in the sound between the physical vinyl and anything digital. So it is very cool to listen to that. That makes me want to, any record players we get into BLH, I might be plugging in and you know, See seeing if they work, work. and yeah. seeing if we want to try like eBay or anything like that. So, uh, but, but yeah, it, it's a, it's amazing. You know, I would have never thought that vinyl would outsell anything else yeah. right now outside of the, the digital. I mean, right now it's even sold more than the CDs ever did. Yeah, it, and it, CDs were popular back in the back in the day. Yeah, it did say that this is the first decade that it has outsold CDs, and I, I think that is in combination with CDs are just they've been a dying media for quite yeah, a while now. Absolutely. Um, I'm thinking about like my kids' generation and they, how they could very well know what vinyl are because they're just they're very vintage they're they are collectible yeah. whereas CDs they're not quite they they expire much faster the oh, yeah. the digital information in them expires as well and it's that digital copy of it where you can find that on the internet anywhere you can find it you know if you've got an iPod or whatever but the vinyl sound it is completely distinct in its own right, so... Uh, and I, I've always thought vinyl records were cool. I mean, seeing yeah. some of these and seeing how they, yep. how and they you work. you can play several of them at oh. the Growing Up X exhibit. We oh, do yeah. have an actual record player there with several vinyl discs that are able to be played. I almost think that uh, with what we were just talking about, how almost everything is connected to the Internet of sure. Things, everything is connected, I do think there's going to be a desire for things that are disconnected. Kind of off the grid, so, yeah. sort so speak. people who have everything completely and totally connected, it would be cool to own a device that doesn't ha get updates, doesn't go on the internet, doesn't require firmware or subscriptions or any kind of other software or security or anything. It just, you put a disc on it and it plays. It does what it's designed to do. So I think there is going to be a, a desire for more of that disconnected stuff as we move forward. Yeah, because sometimes the technology, sometimes it's too much. It's, yep. it's good, but then it's bad. Yep. You got your, your pros and your cons, I guess. Yep. Like the talking about the Tesla right to repair. Oh, yeah. A lot of those features are really cool, but part of the software just limits it such a way that it's almost impossible for the consumer to repair. So I know a lot of people who would prefer just a strictly mechanical car where you know if you know this metal part 
part isn't working the way it's supposed to. You just replace it, and it just works. It just right. does its thing. You don't have to take it to a shop, have them reset the codes on it, have them make sure that the physical component is fully up to date, make sure the software, the security yeah, is fine. I'm thinking of software, yeah. yeah. All right, well, how do they get a hold of you? So you can find us on our website, blhcomputer.com. We've got our Facebook and our Twitter pages as well. Uh, you can find us at our Springfield location, 1832 Stevenson Drive. We are open until 5 p.m. today. Our Jacksonville location is, oh, man. 426 South Main. 426 South Main. I draw a blank. <laughs> so our new location, and they are open until 5 